You're listening to the Life with Old Dogs podcast, and I'm your host, Dawn Mimnaw, primary caretaker of all of our wonderful senior German Shepherds right here at Woody's Place Senior German Shepherd Sanctuary. All right, so this week we are talking about our older German shepherds and mental stimulation. So time and time and time again over the last decade and a half, I've heard people say when they need somewhere for their older German shepherd to go, even even a shelter or a fellow rescuer say, well, they just need a place to rest. <laughs> All right. So it's true. There are some that are, are older German shepherds who are just looking for a place to rest. Okay. They're they're really geriatric at this point, really don't want to do a whole lot, maybe don't have, you know, a whole lot of tomorrows left and <clears throat> they want to lay around most of the time. I get that. I mean, that's where I'm at with Brandy right now. You know, she's like I said, 14 plus years old, she'll still come out, she'll still do things with us from time to time, but 90% of the day she's pretty much on her bed, you know, sleeping. Um, she's also unfortunately peeing and pooping in places she's not supposed to. So, you know, that's a different story. But anyway, um, there are plenty of older German shepherds that have come through Woody's place, and I'm sure that you know, that still have some some life left. You know, there's they're a little on the spry side. They like to go out and walk. They like to go for rides, et cetera, et cetera. So just because they're old doesn't mean that they don't need mental stimulation, okay? They need mental stimulation just like they need to be groomed, just like they need to have some sort of physical activity, and just like they need a good diet, all right? This is, these are all the things that are going to help them have the best quality life that they can have while they are still here on this earth. So today we're talking about mental stimulation in your older German Shepherd. All right, so how do you, how do you mentally stimulate a German Shepherd, an older German Shepherd? There are lots of ways. Now, let me just back up a second here. You, you have to, first you have to take into consideration their, um, their physical condition. So if you have a German shepherd like Savvy and Nona, uh, uh, if if you follow along with Woody's Place, you've seen plenty of videos of Savvy and Nona, and they're out for every stinking walk every time I go out every day, no matter what. Come hell or high water, sun, rain, snow, sleet, hail, whatever, you know, 30 degrees, 100 degrees, it doesn't matter. They want to go outside. They want to be out. They want to be walking. They want their nose to the ground. They want to chase a rabbit if they see it. They want to push leaves around. You know, they they want to play with their balls. They want to run up and down the fence line and chase after the goats on the other side. They are very active and they are looking for mental stimulation. And that's that's how they're they're getting it. Um, <clears throat> then there are other dogs like like Brandy. Brandy's, you know, Brandy's geriatric, as I was just saying. She's she's really at the end of her life. And 
she doesn't she doesn't do those things anymore. I mean, a couple years ago she was out doing the same thing, but now most of the time she's just laying on her her bed. But I still have to make sure that she's getting some mental stimulation within reason. So for her, are we out, you know, running through the woods? No, we're not. Uh, so what I'll do with Brandy is I will, I'll put her in my Jeep and I'll take her for a little ride. Um, <clears throat> I'll play uh, a game with her with treats in my hand or underneath a cup and, you know, make her pick which hand the treats are in or which cup the treats are under or something along those lines so that she's she's getting some sort of mental stimulation that way. I look her in the eye and I talk with her or I'm looking her in the eye and talking with her as I'm brushing her at the same time. I'm, I'm, I'm actually engaging with her. Does she know what I'm saying? Heck no. She probably has, you know, very little idea of what the heck that I'm saying, but she is making eye contact with me. She is making eye contact and she is making a connection with me. Um, and that's that's good because it helps ward off things like depression and even um, um, canine cognitive disability. Um, I get I get different things for her to smell. <laughs> that's another thing that I'll do. I'll get different things for her to smell because when dogs are smelling, they're they're taking in a lot of information. I mean, look look when you take your dog outside for a walk and. Maybe you're trying to walk your dog, but oh my gosh, you're stopping every five feet to sniff something. Well, you need to let them sniff because they're taking in information and that is that is mentally stimulating for them. If they come across a spot outside, uh, so I had taken the dogs over to um, a lake not far from here uh, last week, and I took them in groups of twos. And funny thing is we came across this spot on the trail and all four of the dogs that I had at different times on the walk stopped at that very same spot and sniffed extensively. So something was there, probably something peed. I don't know what it was, but it was to them like reading the Sunday newspaper, right? They're absorbing all of this information all of this mental stimulation just from sniffing. So for Brandy, are we out doing that? No, we're not not really out doing that too much anymore, but I bring her different things to smell. <laughs> so so she can she can take in this different information right from the comfort of her own bed. All right. So getting them out, getting them walking is a big boredom buster. That's that's number one. Dogs love to walk, right? They love to get out and sniff. Boredom buster number one right there. Another thing you can do is if you have access to a lake and the weather's nicer, let them get, let them get in and swim. Even if they don't get in and swim, let them stand on the edge and wade in the water a little bit. Um, the reason for this is, this is such a good idea, is because the water, it's a, it's a different feeling on their body. It makes them think a little bit more. It makes them more cognizant of, uh, hey, I'm feeling a little bit different here. I don't feel like I normally do. What is this? And again, that that's great mental stimulation right there. Um, playing Playing a game with them, even if it's throwing them a ball or if it's throwing them a Frisbee, 
um, or if it's or if it's letting them do some nose work outside. So if you have a, a German Shepherd, an older German Shepherd who likes to do like um, uh, some sort of hide and seek thing, you take their you know favorite treat or something like that, and you 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 take a few of them and you hide them in a few places out in the backyard, and you let them go out there and and sniff them out. So just some nose work like that is is great for um, increasing their mental stimulation as well. Um, and this, this isn't anything, you know, they're not exerting themselves that much. I mean, really, if you take a few of their favorite, favorite treats, let's just say four or five of their favorite high value treats, maybe it could be like dehydrated liver, dehydrated chicken or something like that. Give them one inside, then take them outside into your backyard where you've hidden four or five of those treats and let them walk around and find those, those treats. Um, if you have, if you have a German shepherd who's really, you know, on the older, slower side, you could even guide them over to the areas where you hid them, help them a little bit. All right. I'm not saying that, you know, they're, they have to go and, and spend hours out there. You don't want them doing that, but you can, you can give them a little bit of help. But then, you know, once you get to it, uh, let's say it's hidden behind something like a little garden gnome or whatever. You can kind of guide them over to the garden gnome, let them sniff over there, and and they should find it. Um, if not, move the darn garden gnome and and you know let them let them see it. Then uh, the point is you're you're getting them out and you're getting them moving and you're engaging with them, um, and that's mentally stimulating for them. Okay. Um, another thing that we do here at the sanctuary is, um, well, of course, it's not beautiful here all year round. And we end up sometimes in February with three feet of heavy, wet snow. And, you know, we get cabin fever and cooped up and all that stuff. And that's no fun. So we, I'll, I'll put, um, I'll put the Woody's Place residence uh, in my Jeep. Again, it's usually in, in um, pairs. And I drive them to Tractor Supply. So that's a pet-friendly store. I think uh, Home Depot is. I think Lowe's is as well. I believe Joanne Fabric is. Um, So basically, my point is you find a store that's pet-friendly and take them for a walk inside the store. I mean, you want to go shopping? Great. Go shopping. But basically, you're taking your older German Shepherd into the store and letting them interact with people inside of the store and again different smells inside of the store this is also mentally stimulating for them Um, if you're in an urban area or any sort of area that has like an indoor dog park you could certainly take them there if if they're up to it Uh, playing with other dogs is certainly mentally stimulating for them as well Um, But when we get to the point where our German Shepherds are older, you know, then we have to start being careful about how many other dogs they're around because um, depending on, you know, their their physical ability, uh, you know, like, again, Savvy and Nona, yeah, heck, they could run with a group of dogs in a dog park or, you know, indoor dog park, no problem. Um, Brandy, no way. Uh, even Brutus and Atticus would have a little bit of trouble at this point being with a group of dogs. I think it would be overwhelming for them. Uh, they both get knocked down 
relatively easy, and I think it would probably be a little overwhelming for them. So you don't you don't want that kind of mental stimulation. You, know, you want it to be pleasant, not not uh, overbearing for them. Um, in addition to taking the dogs to um, a facility or a store where they can get mental stimulation uh, from just from being in a different environment or interacting with uh, other customers in the store. It's nice to have people over as well, uh, have company, you know, think about, think about how you feel um, when, you know, you've been cooped up for a while and every day is the same day after day after day. And then all of a sudden, you know, here's a friend at the door and they're, they're coming for a visit. Uh, it perks you up, right? Perks you up. You start to engage. Everything's good. Well, well, the dog dogs feel the same way. Um, even older dogs, they feel the same way. They look they look forward to company coming over. Um, I have to laugh because any anyone who comes here to the to the sanctuary, it's it's this big melee at the door because all the Woody's Place residents they're they're all pushing forward. You know, we have company trying to come in the door, and all the dogs are pushing forward to try to greet the company. <laughs> uh, and I I often say, um, you know, just just interact with them. Just give them some pets. Say hey, how you doing? Whatever, and then uh, you know, come in the rest of the way. Um, because once they they get that initial pet and greeting, um, most of them just go about their own way. You know, they'll they'll uh, just go about their own business. Um, it's usually pretty much they'll stay around the company. Like if we're at the dining room table, they'll all kind of linger around the dining room table, but they want that initial like meet and greet, if you will. Uh, and once they get it, they, they back off and they, they start to give some space and all that stuff. Uh, my, <laughs> I have a family member, uh, not really sure he's quite a big dog person and um, doesn't really come here that much. It's only been a couple of times. And um, he's the one kind of shushing, shushing the dogs away. He'll shush them away. He, do, he doesn't want to pet them. He doesn't. And they, <laughs> I have to laugh because they won't leave him alone. <laughs> they just don't leave him alone. And I say, you know, if you would just greet them, they will leave you alone. But the fact that you keep avoiding them and pushing them away they they're not going to let you alone until you until you greet them so so yeah that initial greet they get excited they will get up and interact a little bit with the company but then they're not overbearing and then when the company goes to leave they all want to walk toward toward the door again and and see the company off but um it's great mental stimulation for older German shepherds to have company. Um, it's also great if you can have a, another dog come in and and if everybody's dog friendly and have another dog come in uh, for a visit for a little while, or maybe if you could dog sit for someone for a couple hours um, with a friendly dog, like I said, that that your your dog is familiar with. They they look forward to that just like we look forward to to company. And in addition to that, um, there are other things that you can do. Like I said, like I suggested about playing games and playing games outside. 
You can play games inside, too. There's no reason why you can't hide treats or a coveted toy or whatever in a certain room and then let your older German shepherd in to play, you know, to seek it out. Um, there's also mats that you could you could hide treats in. I think one's called a snuffle mat or something like that. Um, we don't have right now any residents that are super thrilled with those snuffle mats, but we have in the past and I have them. Um, there are there are puzzles uh, toy puzzles that we have here that um, you can purchase online that, again, it's basically your your older German Shepherds finding a treat in this puzzle, and they like that as well. Um, some don't. Some just aren't really interested, but then others are. Uh, again, talking is another big thing. So I don't know who else does this. I know, I just know I'm not alone here, but I, I'm going to just say this. I talk to the Woody's Place residents all the time. I talk to them. I talk to the cats. <laughs> I even talk to the goats and chickens here at the sanctuary. I talk to them just like I'm talking to you right now. And even though I don't really think they understand exactly what I'm saying, I think they pick up some of what I'm saying. And again, when they're making eye contact with me, I know they're mentally engaged. They're probably like, wow, she's a nut. <laughs> like, why does she keep making that noise? But that's still mentally stimulating for them. Now, why is all of this important? It's important to keep them mentally stimulated because, again, as, as our dogs get older, they're laying down a lot more. You know, they just don't have the same giddy up and go like they used to. Um, they start to become really comfortable on their beds um, and, and they get bored. And that boredom could lead to depression. I mean, think about it. Think about if you're in a situation like that and every day is monotonous. Every day is the same old, same old, and there's no variation. Talk about boring and then depression. Depression starts to slip in, and we don't want them getting bored, and we don't want them getting depressed, and we certainly don't want them getting um, something like canine cognitive disability. It's doggy dementia, and it is a real thing. There is a blog post that that uh, was already written about that on the Life with All Dogs uh, blog post, or yeah, blog. Um, and I'll be sure I'll be sure to put that in the show notes here. Um, but we don't we don't want that happening. We don't want that happening, and and if they're predisposed to getting some sort of um, cognitive disability, we want to you know keep it from happening for as as long as possible. So one of the ways we can keep that from happening as long as possible is to keep them mentally stimulated. Uh, now. Does this mean that, you know, we have to mentally stimulate from the time we get up till the time we go to bed? No. No. It's like a kid. It's really like a kid. Can they can they self-play? Yeah, they can. They can do that. I mean, you can give them you can give them like a Kong with, you know, Kong stuffing in it and let them chomp on that for a while or or give them a um a bone you know, some sort of a marrow bone or something really meaty and good and let them chomp on that for a while, that helped. That mentally stimulates them as well. So that's something you can do that you don't have to sit there and occupy them and they'll be mentally stimulated. 
Uh, do we want to mentally stimulate them periodically throughout the day? Yeah, 100%. Look, I mean, a lot of the times people, you know, they're going out to work, they're gone eight, nine, 10 hours a day, and their dog is just, regardless of whether it's a senior German Shepherd or not, they're just laying there and they're bored. They're either on their bed, some people have them in a crate, you know, they're just bored. They're 100% bored. So would it hurt to get up a little bit earlier, take your dog for a run, take your dog for a walk, you know, play with your dog for a little bit, mentally stimulate your dog, and then leave for work? That would be great. That would be ideal if you if you had the time to do that. You know, and then when you get home, you, you, you know, get out of your work clothes, do whatever you got to do, and then, and then you know, do another round of mental stimulation for your dog. Or if you have kids and other family members, get them engaged. I mean, so you don't have to do it all. I mean, you got kids. If you have kids that are, you know, old enough to go walk the dog, let them do it. Let them go walk the dog. Let them go hide treats out in the backyard. Um, that would actually be perfect if different family members were able able to help out. Uh, so in an ideal world, making sure that your older German Shepherd is mentally stimulated, you know, several times throughout the day would would be ideal. Uh, I understand this is this is hard for some people who, you know, are their plates are full. Like I said, they work full time. They have growing kids, aging parents they're taking care of. And, you know, they have a lot, a lot going on. Kids are in, you know, activities here and there and all that stuff. But just a gentle reminder. I mean, you signed up for this this older German Shepherd. He is your family, and he has needs as well. So, not trying to lay guilt on any, but maybe I am in a, in a way. <laughs> you know, um, they have needs too. So, if if you can't help provide this mental stimulation for your older German Shepherd, enlist some help. Um, maybe even a neighbor kid, you know, that walks past your yard every day and your dog likes that kid for some reason. Have him come in and play. Have him come in and play with your dog. Or or if he, if your dog really is to the point where he doesn't play anymore, have that kid come in and just sit with your dog and brush him and pet him and, you know, chat with him a little bit. Even, even that would help. Um, so, all right. I know this is, this is brief. But I, I think you get the gist of it. The bottom line is our older German shepherds need to be mentally stimulated throughout the day in order to ward off boredom, depression, and even canine cognitive disability. That canine, that's doggy dementia, right? That's, that's, uh, these, are, these are all things that we want to avoid and, and keeping them mentally engaged and active are going to help with just that. Okay. And again, what we don't want to do is we don't want to just adopt this thought pattern that, oh, it's an old dog. He just wants to lay on his bed. You know, he doesn't want to do anything else. He's just tired. He's just old. He just wants to lay on his bed. Well, nothing will help your dog, you know, along that that path there of of slipping mentally than than that just just treating them like they're old and it doesn't matter right it matters it matters and they're not looking to just lay on the bed day in and day out 
week after week. Right. Um, okay. I'll be sure to include the um, blog link for canine cognitive disability, so you can you can read more about that. And I think we even have another blog post. Um, I know we do. I know we do because it has Jared in it, and he's he's picking uh, he's picking the cup with the treat underneath it. We have another blog post as well that um, talks and shows you uh, some little tricks that we do. Um, to help mentally stimulate the Woody's Place residents here at the sanctuary, especially when when it's it's crappy out and we can't go out for days at a time. So, all right, that's it. That's all I have for you this week. Next week, um, what are we talking about next week? Next week, it is uh, keeping your the importance of keeping your your senior German Shepherd physically active. Yep, that's what it is. And then after that, it's diet. We'll be talking about diet for sure. And then um, that'll be the end of our season five. But I said uh, about a week ago, I asked um, on social media, ask me what you want to know. I'm sorry about that. Ask me what you want to know about sanctuary life, life with old dogs. And there were quite a few people who responded to that. So I'll be sure to read those questions that you you put out there and answer them the best I can for you. All right, so that will be three episodes from now. All right, folks, I hope you all have a great week. Until next time, be well. Mm-hmm.